release the hounds. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Video Dog Pound podcast. I'm Dan. And me nombre is Casey Ferris. That's Casey That's Ferris. That's me. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Hello, everyone. We're really glad to be back here. We're Excite Bike, actually. We, we, have been, we have been more diligent than ever to make sure that we are good about bringing you consistent episodes of the Video Dog mm. Pound podcast. I believe this is our third week running. In the, in the future times. Our third, I guess, we're doing it every two weeks, just so everyone yep. knows. But this Bi-weekly. is our third, third two-week thing running. Yeah. So, that's a sentence. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> What's happening around the pound, Casey? Around the pound, we have a brand new LUT pack out. It's called Anchor. Yay, yay! It's hipster LUTs. It's kind of like uh, Instagram filters, you know, the yeah. lifted shadows. Yeah. All, uh, some nice lift is what it, what it gives yeah. you. Um, really. It's like a fine brassiere. It's a fine brassiere. That's right. Anyhow. It supports your shadows. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, super cool uh, hipster looks. And uh, the cool thing is, those of you who listen to this podcast regularly probably know that we volunteer for an organization called Heart Support. They talk to people in the music scene at concerts and, you know, hard rock events, things like that, uh, about depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, um, addictions, eating disorders, uh, self-harm, all that stuff that people don't normally like to talk about. Uh, they go and and talk about. So we do quite a bit of video work for them. Really love their cause, obviously. And so we're donating all of the sales from that LUT pack to Heart Support directly. So if you go by by Anchor, then uh, you pretty much are giving money to Heart Support, which is totally amazing. Not only are you getting some awesome LUTs, but you're going to help change someone's life. Yeah, and that's that's super cool. Super cool. So aside from that, on the Wave Brigade front... Uh, we have a new pack coming out very shortly. Yep. Um, if you haven't gone to waybrigade.com, we've we've freshened up things around there. Oh, yes. We, we've spruced, Quite if delicious. you will. Um, so we add a new design to the website, some new graphics, a new look, just to give it a little bit of a facelift. And if you go to fangsfilmgear.com right now, you can see our brand new product, which is our Wolf Cub. It is a keychain size wolf pack. You can keep it on your camera. You can keep it on your belt loop. You can keep it in your pocket. And you can keep, like, no joke, half a dozen cards inside mm-hmm. this thing if you really really wanted to. Not saying you should. I'm just saying you could. You could. Okay. Um, But yet another tool we thought this would be awesome if we had it. So we wanted to present it to you guys. And you can now have uh, SD card slash very tiny battery management capabilities literally in your pocket. Yeah. It'll actually hold um, two double A's or two or three triple A's. That's awesome. Yep. They are available right now at fangsfilmgear.com. Moving on to today's topic for the podcast. We mentioned uh, back before uh, when we were talking about Anchor that all the proceeds go to heart support. And another thing that we do for heart support, very, uh, not, oh, I guess a little over, what, six months now we've been doing this? Something like that. Half a year-ish? Sure. Let's say that. Because we're good at time. Yeah, I've experienced time before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the services that uh, that we feel is a, is a big need is uh, live streaming for mm. heart support, right? So we, we've kind of taken that under our wing. We've been interested in live streaming for, for quite a while. We've dabbled in it for probably a year now, um, but have only recently started doing it um, as seriously as we have been uh, for, like I said, the last six months or so. Um, and man, that is a whole nother world. 
sure of, of production. Yeah. And um, definitely something that is a, a established, standardized, understood form of entertainment in the media world, in the production world nowadays um, over the Internet. And, uh, and, and really it shares, it shares so many similarities with actual live television production. It's just democratized down to a level where literally anyone with a phone can do it now. Exactly. It's crazy. Right. So we thought this can't be just something we're experiencing that we need to, you know, learn about. Um, there, there has to be other people out there that have Days, probably other people that have that questions about this kind of you stuff, know? and they want to hear maybe uh, an opinion of uh, a couple guys who've been doing this for a little bit. We want to share what we've learned with you guys about this topic. Yeah, again, we're like, you know, we don't know everything about this. We're learning, and so um, right, you can you can definitely we've definitely learned a ton yeah. since we've started. Um, our first stream, uh, there, our first real stream that we tried to make, like you know a professional good looking stream yeah um it was a 12 hour stream yep for heart support yep and it had both of us uh you were drawing a uh, a picture mm-hmm. and then um we had a webcam above you to see what you were drawing webcam on your face and a webcam on me and i was pretty much just hanging out making fun of you while you drew the picture <laughs> uh we'd also and interacting with people and yeah being a good host all of that you stuff know. Uh, and then we also have uh, guests calling in on Skype. Yeah. And so, which I think about that now, I'm like, we were not prepared for that at all. I don't even know how that even happened. I think we did okay. We did okay. Because we did it. Yes. And it finished. Yes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I had a beginning and an end. Sure. And people could watch it. Yep. Yeah. But um, we we definitely have learned a lot since that, that time. Uh, oh, my Because goodness, yeah. we had... Uh, we had a huge like gaming computer set up in the middle of our two computers because we were using both of our computers. Right. Uh, we had cords going everywhere. We were tripping on stuff. It we was had a mess, man. Thirty HDMI's all over the place. It was ridiculous. Gosh. And uh, <laughs> so since then, yes, learned a lot. Yeah. So we, the first thing we want to talk about here is um, there. There are a number number of tools that are necessary. To even do this, right? Yeah, just bare bones, like minimum you need. Bare bones, you know, if you're going to be, and this is, again, this is live streaming from your home, right? Yeah. From from your your personal studio, maybe it's a setup you uh, use to play video games. Yeah. You want to show people what you do when you play video games. You want to interact with people on on Twitch. Um, But really, like, this application is specifically... More, more or less, around a more home setup, right? Yeah, we, we're, we're not in a we're not in a big studio. We don't have a huge green screen. We don't have like live switchers and stuff like that. We have like the home version of all those. Sure. And so this is how uh, this is how we do it. It's not the way. It's just one way. Yeah. Um, but there are a number of tools that are required to even make this possibility, um, you know, exist. And first and foremost, you need to have um, you need to have a you know a computer or something to <laughs> to yeah. interact with, to use, to capture uh, video, to mix your audio, all that stuff. Um, but aside from that, because that's pretty obvious, um, you need to have a some kind of like video capture device. Right. Yes. So a camera, a webcam, something to capture video coming off of your uh, your video card. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you are inputting a camera into it, um, if you are capturing a, a video from your screen, if you're if you're playing a game, whatever, you need some kind of capture device. Sure. Uh, we use a Elgato. What's the? I forget the specific. It's a Elgato. Something sixty. HD sixty. Right? HD sixty S. S. Yes. Yes. So yeah, the, what the Elgato does is it takes an HDMI signal and it brings it into uh, your computer to whatever software you're using, and it basically looks like a webcam. Right. That's the idea. And so you can take a HDMI from a camera, or you can even take an HDMI output from a computer, which mm-hmm. is what we use use ours for almost exclusively. Yeah. Um, as we'll take a we'll basically duplicate your. Um, your monitor onto an HDMI out the HDMI port on the video card and bring that into the Elgato and use it like a webcam in our streaming computer. Right. Uh, we also do that with our laptop for Skype calls and things like that during our regular live streams. And actually, uh, yesterday, at least when we recorded this, uh, yesterday, Blackmagic actually released a new piece of hardware called the Web Presenter. And they actually have a, a few different things. They have a new ATEM switcher. They have a bunch of other things. But uh, something that's really cool is the Web Presenter. Yeah. And it's basically an Elgato. Yeah. Um, but it has... Uh, it has a module that you can buy along with it that's like 80 bucks mm-hmm. that's actually a live switcher. And so you that's so rad. You can um, bring in two HDMI or you can bring in a, is it an HDMI? I think it's an HDMI and an SDI. Yeah. I think you're right. Let so me. you can switch between an HDMI and an SDI signal live. And then there's also a couple other little buttons and like transitions and stuff you can do. It's super amazing. Um, and it's like 500 bucks, I think, to get that all set up in a super pro. Um, and you can also loop HDMI through it to record to an external recorder. We have the video assist monitors that you could put that out and uh, record a ProRes of your live switched stuff, which mm-hmm. is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have they have a bunch of other stuff that you can use along with this um, to make it really really pro, really um, cheap too. I mean, yeah, it is. All things considered, eight channel switchers like a thousand dollars. The other little things are a couple hundred dollars each. And so, for relatively cheap, and I know we're talking like home setup, right? Yeah, but like, yeah. if you have a re- relatively involved home setup, like maybe you're doing a, you know, a, a live. TV show of some kind, you know, or like a gear review show or yeah, whatever. like a talk show kind of format. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a really good, really high quality setup that would just work for years and that years. That would be smart. You for know, sure. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, so basically what we're saying is you need to have some way to get your video into the software, whether it's from a webcam, whether it's a screen capture. A lot of the, the software that, um, that broadcasts actually has a screen capture mm-hmm. utility in it. Mm-hmm. And so you can just grab your screen. Or you can have a, a video input like an Elgato or a Blackmagic uh, web presenter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing we need to talk about is, uh, um, you know, like like any production, you need you need good lights, you need good audio, yep. right? People need to see you, people need to hear you. Um, yep. And and this is totally up to you if you are doing the type of stream where you want to be seen. Some, I mean, there's a lot of streamers out there that just present their content and they voice over it. Yeah. You know, they, they just talk over and, and talk about what they're doing. Um, but if you if you do use a webcam, if you do use, um, you know, something that is going to to capture you in whatever way, if that's a camera or webcam, whatever, you know, we they need to see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we have a couple uh, light banks set up in the uh, in the corners are just cheap uh, um, fluorescent shop lights, f- flu- fluorescent daylight balance shop lights yep. that are they're 
screwed into the wall in the corners of our, our workstation. Style. Really ghetto. Uh, they work. Looks awesome. It looks great. Yep. Um, can't <laughs> complain about it. Um, but implement some kind of way to where people can see you. Yeah. Um, audio is probably the biggest Audio is a rough time. So here's the thing: like it's when a you beast, when you record real. audio for a video for a video production, right? Yeah, you can bring it into Premiere or um, Audition or whatever, and you can make it better. You can adjust the levels, make sure everything's yep. right, cut out all the problems. You can tweak it. Yeah, but live you can't do that. You have to get the levels right so that people aren't blasted out, or they can actually hear you. Yeah. <laughs> make sure there's no echo. Make sure there's all no your hiss. music levels and crap are right. The, uh, it's a freaking nightmare. It's crazy. that has been the hardest part and like we're just now getting to where we're like this is this sounds pretty this good. sounds all right yeah and we're like eight six eight months deep exactly. you know what i'm saying so <laughs> and so you guys get to learn from from our wisdom <laughs> our first our first stream we had a usb mic which uh is the m audio studio producer which is a freaking awesome it's mic. it's a solid mic it's man. like 70 bucks and it is killer like yeah. it is an awesome mic yep Highly recommend that. If you are just streaming, it's just you, um, totally, totally worth getting, right? Yeah. But the thing is, we had two people talking. And so we have that in front of you um, because you were drawing the the picture. Mm -hmm. And then we had to somehow have my audio in there, too. We didn't really have any kind of setup. We didn't have uh, headsets. We didn't have any type of fancy mic. So we just used our... Um, our uh, Sure lens hopper. Yeah, our sure lens hopper mic. Yeah. VP38F. Plugged the headphone port into the line in in the back of the sound card, which works. And they can hear me. Yeah. But it was very echoey and weird. it was not as it loud as it should have been. Yeah. It was very strange. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it but it but it worked okay. Um I wouldn't recommend doing that ever. Because <laughs> it's just Echo City. Well, there are people that get by just using like, uh, you know, earbuds with a microphone on it. Absolutely. And it totally works. Yep. So you can go crazy or you can go bare bones. Yeah. But the bottom line is people need to be able to hear and understand you. Mm -hmm. And you need to be able to level between your your voice mm -hmm. and whatever's coming out of your computer. Exactly. Right? So if you're playing a game or if you're showing clips from the internet and you're talking about this in your talk show or whatever, sure. they have to be at about the same decibel level. Yeah. Right? They need to be normalized somehow. Therefore, you need to be able to have them on separate channels or on separate inputs or something yeah. to where you can you can adjust the volume of each individual input in your computer. Exactly. So um, another another topic we want to tackle here in regarding in, in regards to audio and mixing and all that stuff. Um, what what is the the deal with head like let's say you're using headphones with a mic. That's what we use. We use a Sennheiser uh, like gaming style uh, headphone setup that has a built in mic on it. Mm -hmm. Right. Super solid. Really nice. Um, what is the advantage or disadvantage of using something like that versus just using like like a radio format or yeah. whatever where it's a mic like we're talking into right now yeah and headphones that are separated yeah i think that the main issue for us like was that we had two people in the same room uh, yes that's the big deal um so like we were talking about the other couple weeks ago about uh, you want each person to have some type of dynamic mic because that's going to have a a smaller pickup pattern and you can just isolate each person. Right. Um, so 
the mics that we use, um, they're right by our mouth. They're, you know, turned down. So, like, you can't hear the other person through um, through the other person's mic. I right. mean, at least practically, right? I mean, if you started screaming or whatever, you probably you could, could you, probably you, pick up a little bit of it. But. Exactly. But it's not like it's going to be echoing all the time. Right. That was the big deal for us. Um, another big deal is if you're going to be moving around. We do a uh, gaming stream. It's a VR stream. Uh, it's Sa- the Savage Patch Kids, uh, twitch.tv slash the underscore savage underscore patch underscore kids. Anyway, if you want to check that out. Nice plug. Anyhow, um, we do a VR stream, <laughs> and one person is up and screaming and running around. Yeah. <laughs> and so we got a headphone extension cable, and now they can do that with yep. their uh, their headset. Whereas if we had a uh, like a USB mic or like a condenser mic, it probably wouldn't be as good. Yeah, yeah. And we wanted, we wanted to use something other than just the headset microphone that's like built into it, too, because... Yeah. It sounds a little better. Yep. So so that's pretty much the reason we would do it. If you're just one person, like, I would totally go with a big microphone. I would totally do that. A USB-style mic? Yeah, either USB-style like or if you have, if you already have, like, an audio setup, like, you already have a, a interface and a nice uh, condenser mic, I would totally do that. I would just do that and then just rock regular headphones, iPhone headphones, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, because, like, what you hear isn't, as important as what everybody else hears. Correct. So, yep. Kind of use what you got. Again, if you're looking for a good USB mic, definitely go with the um, the produce M Audio Producer USB. Also, the AT2020 USB is good. Uh, the Audio Technica solid mic. Yep, yep. Super good. Yep. So, um, and they're relatively cheap and really good quality. Totally. Totally. So yeah, audio, video, good stuff. Now, how do we get all that stuff? like broadcast onto the internet. Right, right. So that's where that's where the software comes in. Mm. And uh you, there are there are a number of like live streaming broadcast software um available, right? Mm-hmm. Um the ones that the one that we use is called OBS. Yeah. Or OBS Studio, right? Mm-hmm. And uh this allows you to um configure all of your inputs into a a kind of producer type format to where you can you can click on a camera and hit, you can you, know, you can switch cameras you can level audio and then you can then broadcast to whatever platform you are broadcasting to yeah so what's excellent about that is that it's all in one place yeah and it's really easy to navigate and it's really easy to understand what you're doing um, so there like I said there's there's a number of different types of software out there if you go to um, you know forums or whatever and you're looking for broadcasting software you're probably going to come across three main ones you'll find OBS you will find X split and game show okay? Uh, the reason why we use OBS is because it's free. Hmm. I, I, we're, I'm just being real. <laughs> Actually, and, and the thing is, <laughs> a lot of people think that it's the best anyway. Yeah, like which is crazy. Because it's open source, so nerd, nerds are working on it 24-7. Yep. Um, and it's it's honestly one of the most amazing it's, programs I've ever it's used. It's rad. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, you were just telling me how you were watching uh, some some <laughs> huge nationally broadcasted, like like... Like multi-million dollar setup, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. 
um, yeah. of a of a gaming tournament. Yeah, it was like the worldwide gaming tournament of some some game. I don't even remember. Clearly, it was excellent content. Because it it you must forgot. have been. Well, I watched the behind the scenes, so I didn't care. I only cared about the nerd stuff. I only cared about that. But tell us about the setup. Yeah, that you so saw they, had, they had they uh, had I think they had two big rooms. I mean, and each room had probably sixty or seventy computers in it. Each person, not even the gamers, like it was just each person was monitoring a gamer. All right. Wow. And each of these this boxes. This is just the production. Yeah. And the, like each of those computers was, you know, had an output and they had a, you know, recording software and they were switching and stuff. I mean, it massive, massive production, right? They had all the fancy live switchers. They had all the, you know, probably Blackmagic stuff. Yeah, it probably looks like CNN or something back there. E- yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was exactly that. And all of this goes into and all of it filters down everything into the final feed that they have, yeah. which is switched and has all the graphics and everything. And it goes into OBS. Yeah. <laughs> at the end to upload to Twitch. So there you go. There you go, folks. <laughs> so, and, and they're, they're like, yeah, I know you're going to be super surprised by this, but at the end we use OBS. It's because it's freaking dope. Yep. <laughs> so uh, there are lots of tu- of uh, tutorials out there. Yeah. Uh, that's how we learned uh, to to use OBS, to use um, XSplit Game Show. There's tons of tutorials out there. Find which one works for you and for your system and for your platform. Yep. And uh, learn as much as you can about that and use it to the best of your abilities. Yep. One thing that uh, we didn't discover until just a little bit ago, um, OBS has a really nice um, audio mixer. And so you can take your different um, your different inputs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from your uh, microphone, from your game, from your whatever, uh, and you can adjust the levels inside of OBS, which is great. And mm-hmm. bare bones, like, that totally works. Um, the thing that you can't do is, like, monitor it live, and, like, it kind of gets wonky when it comes to, like, actually trying to listen to what you're broadcasting. Mm-hmm. You're kind of broadcasting it deaf, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and so you're just kind of looking at the levels. And so what we ended up doing is getting a program called Voice Meter Banana. And so it's a strange name, okay? But it's by Voice Meter. It's M-E-E-T-E-R. And the the name of the software is Banana. And what it is, is a mixer. Yeah. And so it's a software-based mixer, and it has multiple inputs, multiple outputs. And it will take the different, like, hardware inputs from your computer, and it'll put them all on a track with a fader. And so you can adjust your levels really nice. It looks like an analog mixing board, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But what's really cool is you can assign different outputs and you can adjust which ones go to the different outputs. So you can have it output to your headphones and then broadcast a different mix. And you can have a different mix to your speakers. They have four different outputs you can have. That's rad. And so you just set one of these outputs to be to go to OBS or uh, Game Show or XSplit or whatever. And then that will be what you broadcast. Right. But it's really cool because you could like listen to music and not broadcast the music. Or you can listen to like your guest before you put them on live and talk with them. Um, and then like switch it and make sure that they can, that everybody can hear them. And you can monitor it live. It's it's the best. And it's free. So that's pretty sweet. Also free. So Sorry, I said neat. There you go. Um, so another another useful piece of software that we have found to be immensely useful in our streaming life um, is something called Nightbot. 
mm-hmm. and Nightbot um, really has become a, a multitude of things, yeah. whereas it used to be just like a um, automated, just kind of robot that monitored your uh, your streams chat. Oh yeah, or you could you could. Uh, uh, program uh, into it um, different different codes to uh, different code to tell it to do certain things based off of chat commands, mm. right? Yeah. So you could have it request songs, or you could have it, um, you know, say silly sayings or something like that. If you gave it a you know if and then statement kind of programming, sure. Um, <clears throat> but what it has become is something entirely more, right? Yeah. So not only can it kind of moderate your your stream's chat if your stream utilizes chat in some way, like we use Twitch, so that's yeah. what that's what it's all about is interacting with the community there in the chat and all that, being able to do it well. Uh, Nightbot just pretty much helps you do that better. Yeah. Right. So there's all these different uh, um, things built into Nightbot to. Uh, rich in the person's experience if they are viewing your stream. Yeah, right? exactly. So they can do things like request songs or do the silly sayings or, um, I don't know. I think you can actually uh, build into Nightbot a a platform to where you can, you can donate through Nightbot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also... Uh, they do like contests and stuff. Contests, that's the other thing. So you yeah, can yeah. like when your viewers watch for a that's certain right. amount of minutes, they get points, and then they can buy like tickets to a raffle with these points, mm-hmm. and then you can raffle off prizes, things like that. It, it can like randomly pick a winner from oh, your and chat. You can, you can take polls yeah. with it. I mean, it's it's a very powerful way to uh, just to make your stream a little more interesting, aside from the content and your presence there. Yeah, and it's really great just because it's it's kind of an uh, an assistant to you, you know, and it can it can kind of auto respond to people right. when you don't have time to on your right. on your stream. It's just it's just really cool. It's not really video production, I guess, but it's just something that we've learned to use and really like. Um, so if you're thinking about doing Twitch streaming, especially, check out Nightbot for sure. Well, speaking of Twitch, I think this is a good transition into the types of platforms that are available for people to stream on. Yeah. Right. So um, we have encountered a number of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Twitch, twitch.tv. Um, YouTube actually does live streaming now. Yep. Um, as well as Facebook. Yeah. Facebook, you can do Facebook Live, right? Which is essentially video streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, there are other stream. I mean, there, there's multitude of yeah. streaming sites out there, okay? But only a few of them really do it well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's the whole money thing. A lot of there's 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 a um, a service called Ustream, uh-huh. right? Ustream um you have to pay a price yeah. to get anything really useful out of it. Yeah. And f- who knows, for you guys like that might be exactly what you need, mm-hmm. okay? For our application, what the things that we do, um we use Twitch. Yeah. And again, it's free. YouTube is free. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is free. You know, there there are things that you can do for free that will work. So, um, you want to talk about our yeah. experience with some of those? And or? That, those those also happen to be the the easiest to use from what from my experience um, and oh, where yeah. the most audience is, where mo- most people are. Yep. Um, we yeah we primarily use Twitch because it seems to have the the least amount of problems. They have the streaming thing down. They've been doing it for a really long time. Um, it just works awesomely. It's yeah. it's awesome. YouTube is is getting better. 
Um, but it's generally not as good. Yeah. Um, YouTube is definitely getting better, but uh, we have done streams on YouTube and it's been noticeably more problematic than on Twitch. Yeah. The advantage for YouTube is if you already have like a YouTube audience, if you have subscribers, um, it will just tell those subscribers that you're going live. Yeah. And so you could have a lot more people um, from the get go looking at your streams than you would on Twitch. Like right. if you don't have a channel on Twitch already. Right. right. Um, so that would be a good reason to stream on YouTube. Like when we do, sometimes we do ground control streams. Um, those are always on YouTube because we already have people on YouTube. Right. You know? Right. So um, that would be a major reason too. A lot of the utilities and, um, and things online that help, you know, make stream graphics and do like alerts and, and stuff like that. They're actually getting to support YouTube a little more. Yeah. A lot of them were supporting Twitch, like totally. You'd have to use Twitch to use all the fancy stuff, but now they're moving um, and supporting a little bit more of YouTube. Yeah, which they're is, a little more cross-platform now. Which yeah, is which is super great. Yeah. Um, I honestly haven't used Facebook Live a whole lot. Um, I know that people seem to like it and it seems to work pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you've used it more than more than I have. Yeah, Facebook Live is is more or less just kind of like you hit a button and now everyone can see you instantly yeah. kind of thing. It's it's pretty much using uh, you know, your your phone or your your webcams capabilities and whatever you have plugged in to do these things, that's yeah. that's what you get kind of thing. And so it's it's bare bones, super stripped down. But you could do live streaming this way yeah. if you really wanted to. Like if you had the setup like we're talking about um, and it was done well, yeah, you could make Facebook Live look like a TV show if you really wanted to. I, I'm sure there's a way to hook OBS to you, Facebook Live. I'm sure there is. We haven't been we down that road. Um, if you do, we'd love to hear about how you've done it. Yeah. And that's the thing too is like uh, any of this software, you can configure it to uh, upload to any of these platforms. There's also a service called um, Restream.io, and that will oh, that's right. You hook up to that, and it will stream it to multiple platforms. And it has like I mean, it has like twenty or thirty different ones. That's like, amazing. So like, um, you can put it on Facebook Live and YouTube and Twitch all at the same time. Oh, Instagram does live now too. Yeah, I can. Compl- I totally forgot about that. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Um, so it's cool because you can go on multiple uh, multiple things. And if you have like an audience kind of spread out around those, that might be a good idea. Yeah. The reason we don't usually is because it's hard to monitor chat um, because it's very the, – the streams we do are very based on interacting with the chat. Yeah. And so it's very yeah. hard to monitor two chats at once and then some people feel left out. It's kind of weird. Right, right. So – Well, that actually goes into uh, kind of our, our, our final uh, – part here and what we want to talk about. And that's the presentation, right? Yeah. That's what the viewer gets out of this experience when they watch you stream. Mm-hmm. And our big focus on, on what, for what we do is absolutely on building community, mm-hmm. right? And so interacting with the people who are going to be spending maybe three, four, five hours with you online. Yeah. You want to make them feel valued and acknowledged and comfortable and exactly. entertained and all those things to keep their attention. Because, like I said, there's a multitude of stuff that they could be looking at. Sure. Aside from your little pixel on the internet. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? They, they picked time to spend with you. Yeah. Like out of their week. A big chunk of time usually. Yeah. Yeah. And when you yeah. think about just like the way, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of like uh, TED Talks about like screen time and stuff and like the way people digest media and stuff mm. like that and how it is becoming more and more just a part of people's lives hmm. and and how that's actually changing the way that we communicate even personally in front of each other. Anyway, wow. all that to say is like, when when people spend time with someone else on the internet via whatever it is, yeah, um, it it matters now just as much as if we were standing in the same room having a conversation. Yeah. Okay. So keeping that perspective on something like live streaming, yeah, is is only going to benefit you. Sure. It's only going to make your production, your interaction, and therefore the user experience that much better. Um, so building community is a big thing. Um, also having a consistent schedule. That's a really big That's deal. a big thing. People want to know when they can expect to interact with you and to yeah. view your content. Um, so on Heart Support, we stream three days a week. Mm-hmm. We stream Tuesday, uh, Thursday, and Friday. And our, our Savage Patch Kids, our VR gaming stream, happens on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we've been... Very consistent on that. We've missed a day here and there. We've we've communicated those things to our viewers, letting them know, hey, we're not going to be on this Thursday. Sorry, we'll catch you next week kind of thing. But it's just having that that level of expectation and communication with your audience is is huge. Yeah, that, that's, that's a huge deal. Like if you're serious about streaming and you really want to build a stream, um, you can't just stream whenever you want. Um, unless you already have a big audience, like then you could probably do whatever you want. But if you're trying to build an audience, yeah, keeping it consistent and valuing people is how you're going to do it. Um, just on the technical side, uh, we we really pay attention a lot to our branding and our graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, how you brand yourself in any arena is is really important, um, and especially live streaming because. You can tell instantly if somebody's serious about streaming or not. Yep. You go to their channel, and if they have all their graphics put in, like, they're probably at least somewhat serious. Yes. Like, even if they don't get any followers, like, you can probably guarantee that if you watch it, it's probably going to be decent. Mm-hmm. Because they care. Yep. You know? Yep. And so, that little, those little things show that you care. We've paid a lot of attention to our layout of our streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the chat up in, so like people can see on the video, um, the chat in our heart support stream. Cause it's heart support stream is basically us talking and interacting with the chat. Like yeah. there isn't any other thing going on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a talk talking. Show. Yeah. And so, um, we used to just have us on there um, with a lot of empty screen space, and then we switched to chat, and I think it's been a lot better. I think people have really um, valued what they actually bring to the chat because they know that's going to be on the video. Right. Like, And people who watch it later are actually going to see it. Right, right. And so the way you lay it's things out— It's kind of out, a subconscious thing, but it's important. Yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's important. And then same thing with uh, Savage Patch Kids. Like, We're really excited about our layout because we think it's, we think it's the best layout around. Mm-hmm. Um, that that shows like a lot of the game, a lot of the game screen, and then uh, it can show what the VR person is doing, and then there's in a little corner there's the person interacting with chat, you know. And so thinking about all of those things, how you're going to lay things out, how you're going to make things nice, we make transitions in between our videos mm-hmm. so that it doesn't feel like it just 
awkwardly cuts to something. Yeah. It actually feels produced. Yep. And yep. Those are just transitions we make in After Effects or Premiere and then just render them out like with an H.264 preset. And you can put that in OBS and it will play when you switch the scene. Mm-hmm. So if you switch to a different camera, it'll play that transition real quick and then cut to your camera. Right. So it's not hard, like if you know a little bit about video production, Mm -hmm. it's just taking that time and effort to make things like a step above and a little bit more professional. Exactly. Exactly. So so some advice about um, our experience, again, the the tools, the software, the platforms, the presentation, all those things we mentioned before, Um, but but probably the, the... the best piece of advice I can give to kind of close it up, to wrap it up here, is um, a couple things. Um, make make a checklist yep. of everything necessary to make your stream what you want it to look like to somebody else. Yeah. Okay? Go through that checklist every single time you stream. Yep. Okay? The second thing is have your stream down to, I mean, exa- know exactly what is going to happen mm-hmm. every moment and then test that 400 times <laughs> yes. before you ever go live. Yep. Like have someone else watch your stream and just go through it like you were actually doing it. Like go through all the steps, do a, do a, a, a dry run mm-hmm. of what that presentation will be and then some have a friend of yours watch that and then give you feedback dude your audio is too hot i can't hear you um this this looks weird this doesn't work and and critique it as hard as possible yeah and so you can make all those adjustments and you can fine-tune it to something that is really really nice for people to experience when you do go live exactly third and final thing here things will go wrong get over it yep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. We have I don't know how any other way to say that. Yeah. Just expect it to go wrong and roll with it. Yeah. Just be cool about it. Yep. This is I mean, today we're going to stream it's probably our realistically probably 80 or 90th time we've streamed we've streamed because it's been Yeah. It's been quite a few it's weeks a and we do multiple times a week, right? Yeah. And probably something will go wrong today. Something went wrong last week. Uh, like I had the music off like the whole uh, for like an hour <laughs> and then somebody was like dude are you playing music I'm like yeah I'm playing music and I didn't have the one button set because I didn't go through my checklist yeah <laughs> but it's stuff like that yeah you know just being disciplined and diligent and and aware mm-hmm. of things because there's a lot to think about when you are doing any kind of production let alone a live one exactly like I think about the people who do like the news or like Saturday Night Live oh, or know. like the Grammys or the APMAs and sure. stuff like that. And it's like, goodness, <laughs> that is stress central. Yeah. That has got to be mind numbingly hard to think and, and digest all that is going on in that moment. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. So if you just expect things to go wrong and roll with it and make light of it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, make fun of yourself before someone else makes fun of you kind of mentality. Yep. That's what you have to have going into any kind of live production. Yep. And uh, and don't be too serious. Because honestly, like, you're, you're doing a live video probably about something that isn't really that important. <laughs> like, we have... That's confidence-inducing there. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously, though. Like... <laughs> We really think that our hard support stream is important, right? Because we talk to people about really, like, heavy subjects and everything. Right, right. But, like, 
it's not the end of the world if the music doesn't come on. Exactly. Like, it's not the end of the world if you sneeze on stream and everybody sees that you have snot all over your face. <laughs> like, just make fun of yourself and move on. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, you're not doing heart surgery. You have to have some, <laughs> you have to have some thick skin to do this to put yourself out there in this kind of way anyway. Um, have it on the inside too. (laughs) (laughs) So that's our advice. And, um, hopefully you guys can, uh, can take some of that, uh, any of this here, apply it to your own live stream if you choose to do so. And, uh, and we hope that it helps you make your process a little more streamlined, a little smoother, a little more insight on how this, this whole live stream beast works. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that pretty much does it for us. Uh, if you go to, did you know that if you go to uh, groundcontrolcolor.com or wavebrigade.com, mm. you can get 15, 1.5% off of anything that we sell. So yeah, that's our gift from us to you. 15% off any of the products you purchase from Ground Control or Wave Brigade. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, we are... Super excited to be podcasting on a more regular basis, mm. and we hope that you check out mm-hmm. us on SoundCloud.com. Yes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Mm. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And for all things oh. Video Dog Pound, yes. Ground Control, mm. Wave Brigade, Fang Film Gear, mm-hmm. you can go to RTHstudios.com. Oh. I'm Dan. Preach it. <laughs> My name is Casey. And I would like Casey to strike. I'm going to hit it right now. For show notes on this episode, as well as more information on Wave Brigade, Ground Control Color, or Fangs Film Gear, go to rthstudios.com. <laughs>